All right. In this episode today, we talk about how you can always be working even when you're not working. You're a consumer. You know how it feels to be sold to. I hope you enjoy this episode. Please like and subscribe. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Business School for the Rehab Chiropractor. Class is officially in session. My name is Justin Rabinowitz, and I am a rehab chiropractor on a mission to teach you, a fellow rehab chiropractor, the exact tools and systems I've used to build my own successful rehab chiropractic practice so you can do the same. I hope you enjoy, and please subscribe. All right, all you rehab chiros out there, back for another episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to this point. I hope you're enjoying the content. The feedback has been really, really uh, amazing. So as you guys know, I'm located here in New Jersey. And at the time of this recording, this last week has been quite the quite the weather week. We had a day where it was, and this is February, um, we had a day where it was 60 degrees. And then a day later, we had a snow squall. If you don't know what a snow squall is, look it up online. It's like a 30 minute just snowstorm. It's the weirdest thing on earth. Um, every day I see this, it's like, why am I still living here? But that's neither here nor there. Let's get into the episode. Today, I want to talk to you about how to work when you're not working. How to work when you're not working. I'm going to do a podcast later on about work-life balance and my thoughts on that. It's gotten some great feedback and I love having that conversation. Uh, as a preview, I don't think work-life balance is a thing, but that's neither here nor there. But what I want to talk about here is how to actually improve your business and work when you're not working. How do you do that? So my belief is that we all as people in our lives are customers and consumers. And we all know how we feel in certain situations, how we're treated, how um, our customer experience, how our customer service experience, how people talk to us, how we are provided you know, the tools that we need in our life when we go shopping, when we go to a restaurant, when we go to the, the mall, all these different things. And uh, if we're not utilizing that in our business, in our practice, I think we're missing something. So my example today that I wanted to share with you is uh, I was looking to join a, a local gym, sort of one of those higher end gyms that has the, you know, the spas and all that, all those different things in it. And it's funny, few years ago, I wouldn't have gone to the gym because I didn't like being quote unquote sold to. But now I actually showed up at the gym specifically because I wanted to see what they did when I walked in. I wanted to see what their sales process was. And again, all that is, is me quote unquote working when I'm not working. So overall, I would rate the sales experience at this gym about a B minus, at about a B minus. So what did they do well? What they did really well was that they were very friendly, that they were very friendly. And I walked in and it was sort of a busy time and they made the time to speak to me. And I thought that that was great. And if they did that consistently, if I'm running that gym and I'm managing, um, I think we have the tools in place to, to get going, right? Mostly after that, it wasn't really great. We can talk about pricing options and things like that within the gym. And those were fine too. It was very simple. There were a few options, but um, that's not where I'm going to go with this. Let me tell you where I think they screwed up massively and where they failed. And this could be very relevant to you on a lot of levels, but if you have a practice, a rehab chiro practice that is sort of in a storefront or does have like walk by traffic and you do get walk-ins, this is massively important. 
because if you have people walking in, even if it's once a week or quite a couple times a month, and you're not doing this one thing or taking this proper steps, these people will never, ever become patients of yours. And what is that thing? Let me, let me tell you the story of what happened. So I walk in and I ask them about a membership and they start going over the membership and telling me all about it and on and on and on. And I'm asking about yoga and the locker room and all the features, all the features of the gym. And they told me what I needed to know. I got some really good information. And then I said, okay, well, thank you so much. And I'll, I'll see if I want to join. And I left. The one thing that they never did in that entire situation, they never even asked me for my information. So they didn't have my email. They didn't have my phone number. They didn't have my address. So if I walk out that gym and I never contact them again, they have no record that I ever existed. They aren't able to follow up with me. They can't send me anything. They can't email me. They can't call me. So if I'm managing or doing training with that gym, the first, second, third thing is name, email, address, phone number without fail. So you guys might be saying, well, what if they don't want to give it? What if they don't want to give it? Here's my answer to that. They didn't even ask. And this is why I think this is so important. They didn't even know my name. This is, um, you know, seven habits of highly effective people. Everyone's favorite word in the, in the English language is their own name. They never even asked me my name. So they couldn't address me by, hey, what's, you know, I didn't catch your name. Oh, I'm Justin. Nice to meet you, Justin. They never even asked me my name. That would have been, you know, step one for them just to ask me my name. What's even more interesting, not only did they not ask me my name, they asked nothing about me. And so I leave, I go home, and I start searching online. And as I'm doing my search, what I realized was this particular gym, not only do they have a gym and a spa and a yoga and all these different things, they actually have a co-working space literally like attached to the gym, like the next building over. And what's fascinating is I've been considering because of now with my coaching business and the different businesses that we have that we're sort of running out of office space. And if you're watching on YouTube, you see like I'm set up in my, in one of our spare bedrooms for my office, like making it work, no problem. But they never asked me anything about me. And If they would have known and gotten a little bit more information about me and they would have asked that, you know, what do you do? And I said, I'm a chiropractor and I have a couple of practices in the area. um, And now I'm doing a coaching and consulting business um, and I'm an entrepreneur. What if they even said to me, well, that's really interesting that you say that because I know you came here, Justin, looking for a gym membership and we absolutely have that. You know, we have that. The other thing we have that you might be interested in, just thought I'd let you know, is we have a a co-working space. And the coolest thing about the co-working space, here's the kicker, is that your gym membership is actually included. Imagine if they would have known a little bit more information about me. I still may join the gym and I might use the co-working space. But there's an opportunity of a you know, sales opportunity where all they had to know was a little bit more information and they could have gone from a potential $180 a month ticket 
to four, five, six hundred dollar a month ticket. I could have now become a client 3X on that sale at that time by just knowing a little bit more about me. I think it's absolutely remarkable that our profession, our rehab chiropractic profession, our ethical chiropractic profession are afraid to do sales. And what I've learned is that we just don't understand what sales means. In this situation, being good at sales for this gym would have been asking me my name. Now, if that's a problem for you to ask someone else their name, then I'm, I, again, feel sorry for you. And even more than that, to ask a little bit about me, to get a little bit more about what I like and what I need and what my situation is so that they could then offer me potential options that could suit my needs. That's what sales is. It's listening, observing, and then offering something that could solve the problem of the person in front of you. So going back to the beginning here, the point of all this is to understand we are always observing, and I think you can always be working. If someone comes into your practice and you have a storefront, or maybe you don't have a storefront, you have an, you're in an office building, have you trained, have you worked with your front desk staff, with your admin, with your other docs in the practice on what happens when someone just shows up? Now, there's some of you out there that might be saying, oh, well, they're not red. They're just kind of tire kickers. They're bad leads. I couldn't disagree more. I believe that you should have a system and a process. They might not be a patient that day, but you have an opportunity in that, in that moment to create that first step of the relationship. And yes, great. Be friendly. You have to be friendly. I mean, let, let's be honest. We're a small business. If you're not friendly with the customers that or potential customers that are walking in, of course, they're not going to become you know, clients of yours or patients of yours. But beyond that, what is your system and process in your practice that when these people come in off the street, you have to have a conversation, learn a bit more about them, and then collect information so that even if they're not a patient that day, that you can follow up and you can you know, provide content and valuable information so one day they potentially could become a patient. The lesson is this. There are lessons every day all around you. How do things make you feel? What do they do in that system and process and situation? People always ask me about how I, um, I, one of my clients asked me the other day, you know, how I have all these quotes and information and where I get all my information from. You know, obviously I'm studying all this stuff a lot and then I enjoy it. It's not work for me. It's truly, you know, I, I do genuinely enjoy it. But even more than that, if you, you know, gun to my head, I think even when I'm not seeking information, quote unquote, for my business, I'm experiencing life as a consumer and a customer and realizing how that can relate back to my business. Like this entire 10, 11 minute, 12 minute podcast. That was a situation that I was the consumer and I judged exactly how it made me feel and how the people in the situation of the sales position did. And um, that's something that I can provide now as a lesson to you guys out there in the audience and my team. And so when that happens to us, we know how to address it better. The lessons are all around you. You've got to be looking. You've got to be listening. Your experience in life as a person, as a consumer, as a customer, as a patient 
can help you make changes in your practice. Take that to heart. So that's what I've got for you today. Uh, We'll be back very, very soon. Please rate, like, subscribe. If you have questions, coaching at strive2move.com, coaching at strive2move.com. Most of my podcasts come from questions. So if you have questions out there and running your practice and you want some questions answered, um, we're answering questions specifically about, you know, you for you guys, the rehab chiropractors out there that are trying to build a great business and treat patients exactly how you see fit. I'll talk to you soon. Peace. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you found this content valuable, here are four ways I can help you for free. One, grab a copy of my free guide, The Rehab Chiropractor's Checklist. You can get that at go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. That's go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. Two, go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram at Justin Rabinowitz, where I post business content. Three, subscribe to my weekly newsletter by sending me an email at coaching at strive to move.com. And four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more influential people and bring those lessons back to you. Thank you.